The cyber hacking crisis at Medibank is deepening, with the private health insurer confirming that customer files have been released on the dark web. Medibank is refusing to pay the ransom demand, expecting that more files will be released by the cyber criminal. Meanwhile, the head of the National Australia Bank has backed Medibank's decision not to pay a ransom, while also warning all companies need to be vigilant about cyber attacks. Our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan, is covering the Medibank attack. We spoke earlier. Well, Annie, I was speaking with National Australia Bank Chief Executive Ross McEwen in Sydney just after he released a full-year profit of $6.9 billion, much of this due to the higher interest rates environment with the backdrop of global economic storm clouds and what seems to be inevitable mortgage stress from inflation and rising interest rates, though not just yet. But the big fear at the moment is all about cyber attacks, given the escalating crisis for Medibank and the likelihood of more data being released in the coming days. Mr McEwen has backed the decision by Medibank Chief Executive David Koskar not to pay up, confirming the risk of cyber attacks and ransom demands is ever-present. Well, we have to be very prepared because we're getting millions of attacks a month that we're having to repel as it is today. And these attacks have become more ferocious and more in number over the last couple of years. So these are big issues. And data and control of customers' data is vital for a bank. How difficult is it for major banks like the NAB to stay ahead of the cyber hackers? Well, it is complex in that sense that we run a very complicated business in the sense that we need to have the defences up all of the time to stop things coming in into our environment, and if by chance they get in, we need to shut them down very, very quickly. So we are constantly on the alert to actually stop these attacks. You know, in a month, we could get 50 million attacks, people having a go, trying to get into our systems, and we're constantly on the defence. Have you had any instances where a cyber hacker's got in? Two years ago, we had a couple of incidents where they got very close to us, because they were after money as well. They were after, obviously, some sort of threat to, you know, make us pay in Bitcoin. We were able to repel off those. But it was uh, something that every business, not just banks, every business now needs to be aware of. Since the big attacks, Medibank Private and Optus, have you had to ramp up your cyber security? We haven't had to ramp up, but you don't know where these attacks are going to come from. And there's a lot of people and organisations overseas that are looking to attack this country. Medibank Private Chief Executive David Koskar has said that the company won't be paying the ransom and hasn't paid any ransom, but do they have any other choice? Look, I feel for David. There are is nothing worse than having to wake up in the morning and find you've had a cyber attack. And I think in his circumstance, he's probably right not to pay it. Our first position would be, we're not paying a ransom, thank you. Let's look after our own data and the like. So, But every situation needs to be looked at quite independently because they're all very different. But there have been cases where ransoms have been paid overseas in the United States, a colonial pipeline, which reportedly paid about $5 million US dollars. So surely some companies must consider that or boards have to consider whether it's worth paying. Yeah, I think they do. But you have to look at every situation. But from our perspective, we'd start with the answer is no. Does that question about whether or not you pay get discussed at the top levels of the NAB or the board level? Cyber fraud scams are pretty much at every board meeting now that we have updates to the board. And the board takes absolute thorough interest in these topics. 
and so they should. Just to the broader economy, what are you seeing in terms of mortgage stress from rising interest rates and surging inflation? We're seeing at this stage no impact of rising interest rates on customers' ability to pay, but we're very early on and we've also been ringing customers that we think may have some difficulties longer term and at this stage they themselves are saying thanks for the call, but we're okay. But you are expecting to see some stress when you get that cliff when those borrowers come off those low fixed rates onto a much higher rates world. And it's not just the interest rate, they're also being impacted by other cost increases. Power bills are up, fuel bills are up, grocery bills are up. They're all being hit by a lot of things, so they're having to readjust. And one of the things they're having to readjust for is uh, interest rates. Given that the Reserve Bank doesn't look like stopping the interest rate rises anytime soon, do you expect to see some households falling into distress, possibly defaulting? Look, we will see some customers that will have some difficulty. The thing that I would say to customers, please ring early if you feel like you're having some difficulty. We saw that insolvencies remained low during the pandemic, but do you expect that to turn around given the stress that business is feeling from all those higher input costs from inflation, some now passing those higher costs on to consumers? Well, I think you're right. But at some point in time, consumers will not be able to pay, and that's at that time that the businesses have to reassess themselves. But can I say that businesses in Australia are very resilient. They've gone through two and a half, three years of COVID, lockdowns, open-ups, lockdowns, open-ups, and the economy and the businesses have remained very resilient. And what about in terms of real estate prices? Are are we actually going to be seeing quite a deep correction? Look, we are seeing a correction happening. This year is likely to be about 5% and next year another 12 to 15%. Those numbers sound very big, but but think about 2021. We had a 20-plus percent increase across the board. Now there are certainly some areas where prices are held up and still lots of people turning up at auctions. I see the auction rates last weekend were were still very strong. There's a lot of talk about a recession in the United States, United Kingdom and Europe but will we get one here? From our numbers we don't see that Australia will go into recession next year. You might get a technical recession if two quarters come together but uh, we see maybe unemployment coming to a four in it not a three but that's still very low for an Australian economy. So we're still optimistic about Australia. NAB Chief Executive Ross McEwen, he was speaking to Peter Ryan.